Spooky, spooky, scary, scary, spooky, spooky, spooky. Grandma's cookies. The tree is really pounding on my window tonight. I'm scared it's going to break through. Strange. There's no wind. No wind? What do you mean no wind? <laughs> There's wind all the time! My mom, my, my mommy says I'm really good at wind. I keep breaking it. All the time! All the time! It's awesome! Oh. <laughs> Of course I can't do it now, like usually I do it. Uh, lots, a uh, lots, a uh, lots. Oh, not that kind of wind. What do, you th- no. what do you think could make a tree move without any wind? Dance fever! Drum solo! Drum solo, drum solo! Is that what I mean? It has to be drum solo because I love drum solo so much. It could be that. Could be something else inside the tree. What can be inside of a tree? Mm. Oh, squirrel. Squirrel! Where's the squirrel at? I don't see a squirrel. I see a flippity flappity, but no squirrel. Or it could be something else. <gasps> something else, like a, like a, a dryad, a Maynard. Maybe. <gasps> I know we do of Maynards. You don't drink their blood, that's bad for you. Allegedly. Maynards are good. I know, like my Maynards. It's like Maynard, but Maynard is like a tool. What kind of tool? Maynard. Maynard's a tool. He's got this song. He also did Perfect Circle. I'm pretty sure Maynard's from Perfect Circle, too. Mick McGee's a 90s band person. <laughs> well, how are you doing today, Mick? Detention. You got detention? Yeah. Yeah, I got, 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 got the contention today. Oh, no. What happened? Well, I was minding Mick's own business, being a good little angel boy, as everyone knows I really am. And the teacher's like, I don't like you. You get detention. And I'm like, why? I'm an angel boy. And they're like, because you're a bad person. I'm like, I'm not a bad person. And so I said, I don't like detention. And I kept taking my car keys and kept scratching their car with my home keys. I mean, <laughs> I was learning how to write my name. It's not my fault. They didn't say the data on a Buick. What's a Buick anyways? Who knows? So I got detention and a grounding. A grounding and a detention. Mick McGee doesn't see sun anymore. Well... You gotta stop getting detention, especially for damaging someone's car. Ah, uh, yeah. I didn't think it was a big deal. It was a Detroit license plate. Patelli! Michigan! Blah! 
Well, are you ready for some scary stories? Yes, but first I have to say, sorry, Miss Lewandowski, I didn't mean to scratch your car. I will do all sorts of bank sales to make it up to you. And I'm very, very, very sorry, Mommy, because Mommy had to pay, because apparently my bank scales don't go too good, because people don't like eating Play-Doh. Who knew? Well, maybe we can make you feel better with some scary stories. Yes, scary spooky stories. I love them so much. <sighs> yeah. Well, today we are talking about The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury. The Halloween Tree? That <laughs> sounds like a band name. Ah, Halloween Tree, man. Yeah. Oh, it could be. Have you ever heard of Ray Bradbury before? Yeah, he plays for the Buffalo Bills. Number 35, Brandon Bradbury. Nope, Ray Bradbury is a science fiction and horror author. He got traded to the Jets? And he quit? And became an author? Oh, that poor Ray Bradbury. I'd quit too if I was on the Jets. I think most people would. Yeah. Nope, he was always a writer. And Halloween Tree is a pretty old book, but it's a lot of fun. It's like Older than Mommy? Nope, there's not a mommy. No, older than my mommy? Is it older than my mommy? Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's probably older than your mommy. Nothing's older than my... What's that? I just got another... Grounding again. Great. I'll be doing a podcast until I'm 35 now. Oh, wow. Well, maybe. Story about. Well, if you're lucky enough to find it, it is about a pack of boys on Halloween night who go out on an adventure with a spirit named Mound Shroud. That's awesome! I, my daddy was of a pack of boys who took us on Halloween night for a spirit called Jack Daniels. Is that the same thing? No, this is a very different kind of spirit. Oh, because mom is very mad. Daddy got grounded, too. <laughs> oh, I'm not supposed to tell that story. I got grounded again? Well, what's the point? I'm going to be 85 before I go play swings. Mountroud takes the boys throughout time to search for their friend, who was taken by the Halloween wind. By the end, the boys learn about the dark and amazing history of Halloween. That's a Halloween wind! <laughs> it's a Halloween wind! I love it! Not that kind of wind. Oh, it takes the boys away, too. They cleared the room. Mommy, where are you? <laughs> well, by the end of the story, they're asked to give up something to save their friend. What do you think it is? Is it cookies? Because no way, man. Nope, it's not cookies. Game over, man. Game over. There's no cookies in this one. Candy? <gasps> is it candy? Nope, it's not candy. It's not the candy, man, is it? No. Is it the booze? Is it Jack Daniels? They have to give up Jack Daniels. No, nope, none of that. Jack Daniels? 
No, you have to read the book to find the out. Other Daniels, there's another Daniels, right? There's Jack, there's Jeff, and there's Randy Quaid. Is it Randy Quaid? No. Okay, but the read. Oh, wait, I get to read a book. That's what I can do. I'm grounded, but I can read books. Yeah, I beat the system. I love it. Oh my gosh, I beat the system. Ground me all you want, Mama. I got Grandma's cookies and some books by the Jets quarterback, Ray Bradbury. <laughs> I love it. What's this book called? The Hollow Tree? Halloween? It is the Halloween Tree. Halloween Tree sounds spooky. I love it already. Well, you know where you need to go if you want to find it, right? Mommy said, never say where you're going to go because people are going to be stranger danger. And then even if they say they're candy man, don't get take candy because that's bad. Because if you take candy from people who aren't candy man, they could be stranger danger. And if it is candy man, well, it's candy man then. It's bad either way. Unless it's the real candy man, he's a really nice guy. I know him personally. <laughs> Well, hopefully Candyman won't be at the library. No, I think he's going to a Laker game. He wishes he was at the library. Trust me. Instead of being at a Laker game, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Boo, Lakers. Sorry. So the library? Okay. If mommy lets me out, I'm going to go to the library or I'm going to use my overdrive account and get a free library book on my computer. I love it. Yeah. That's right. Do you know another app that you can use with your library card? Yes, but I can't tell you. It might be stranger danger trying to trick me. There's another app. What kind of app is there? Is it fishing? No, it is called the Girl. Libby app. Libby? She mm -hmm. called Libby? That's a weird person to have an app. No, it's L-I-B-B-Y. Oh, like the war criminal from Watergate. <laughs> so if you have a tablet or an e-reader, you can download the Libby app. Or if you want to record the National Party of the Democrats and still kind of lose an election, sort of, who knows, you can do that too. But not the Libya. That's, that's something else. Yes. I like that. I like the Libya. I'm a downloader right now. As soon as I asked my mommy for permission, because the last time I did something, without my mom's permission, she said, you're grounded. And I don't even know where this, I don't know, I just put my, just in my room. That's what I do now. Oh, you know what'll be cheer me up? What'll cheer you up, Meg? A Nicole story will cheer me up. All right, well, we've got a story here about Halloween. Are you ready? I get so much candy. All right, let's see here. Trick or treat ends earlier every year, Harvey thought bitterly. He trudged along the sidewalk, dragging his giant plastic axe behind him. His fake beard itched. 
Being a lumberjack had seemed like a good idea, but actually wearing the costume was a drag. The whole night had been a huge disappointment. Trent had bailed on him. Marcus was at his dad's place in another town. Harvey had only managed to go trick-or-treating at all by lying to his mom and saying he was meeting friends down the street. And what good had it done him? Even as he walked, he could see porch lights turning off. He'd gotten less than an hour in. A paltry amount of candy was sloshing around his metal pail, which his mother had insisted went better with his costume than a pillowcase. Harvey turned a corner, and his night went from bad to worse. There was a bike with a bright LED light on the front. One he recognized. It was Chaz, his brother. And if he saw Harvey alone, he'd for sure turn around and tell Mom. Tattletales. Mick McGee does not like tattletales. Everyone tattles from Mick McGee. Mick is a good boy, but no, everyone dying your tattletales and Mick McGee and, and Ellen and Kathy and, and Steven and Randy and Nathan. They all tattletales. Even Desiree. Tattletales. You don't tell tattles. Okay. Harvey ducked out of sight. He scrambled behind a row of trees and laid flat out on his belly. He stayed as still and quiet as he could. Chaz and his friends apparently hadn't spotted him. They continued to wind down the road in search of whatever kind of fun teenage boys looked for. Harvey wasn't sure, but he thought it might involve beer. Brownies! <sighs> well, brownies certainly sound better than beer. Yeah, yeah. When the boys were well out of his sight, Harvey got up. Without realizing, he ducked into Mr. Rostano's yard. And the old man wasn't the sort to be amused by boyish antics. He was more the sort to come out, swinging his cane and yelling at the local kids in his thick accent to get away from his trees before he called the cops. Harvey was ready to bolt home, lie to his mom about having a good time, and then go to bed. As he was bending down to pick up his axe, something under the tree caught his eye. It looked like a bleached stick. Harvey kneeled to inspect it. Whatever it was, it was thin and partially buried. He gently wiped away some of the dirt. The stick was fragile, strange-looking. It seemed to be almost broken in a couple places. It was strange enough, in short, to show to his mom. A science teacher at the high school, his mom was always interested in this kind of thing. Mom was in the living room with a bowl of popcorn and some old slasher movie on the TV. She jumped a little when Harvey came in, then laughed. Did you have a good time, she asked, pausing the movie. Not really, he said, but I found this weird stick. Oh, let me take a look, Mom said. She grabbed her reading glasses and shimmied them on. Then she took the stick from him and examined it carefully. She stopped smiling. Her eyes narrowed and she looked at the stick. Where did you find this? She asked. Mom sounded so serious, he didn't dare lie. I found it in Mr. Stano's yard, he said. Mom nodded and got up. I want you to call Chaz's cell phone. Tell him to come home right now. Go lock the doors. Don't open them for anybody but him. She ran to the phone in the kitchen and picked up the receiver. 
After a few moments, she said, hello, yes, my sons found a human finger bone in our neighbor's yard. That's spooky. That is, what would you do if you found a human bone? Like another one? I got a few on me right now, I mean, like I'm made of bone. Really, like bone and skin and stuff. But if I find one, is it? Is it in a brownie? I don't think that would be very good in a brownie. I'd make jello out of it. Well, That's what I'll do, yeah. Jello, just like brownies, but not at all. Jello is like brownies if you can't ever see a brownie in your life ever and go, this is just like a brownie. Because it's not. Jello's not dessert. It's pig knuckles ground up with water. Sadly, you are right. Yay! Nick McGee always right. Boom, 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 boom. Take that, science guy. Nick McGee has an enemy built by the science guy. He's the one that gave me detention. He's like, you don't tell me, science man. Yes, I will. And he's like, detention. I'm like, from where? My home? I'm already grounded, so whatever. But I'm a good boy. Oh, that's very spooky. Okay, so needless to say, Mick McGee still grounded. Still grounded from last time. I don't know why. Must be my smile. I don't know. John Lennon said that. I don't know who John Lennon is, though. So I'm going to read two stories. And one story is called Under the Tree. The Fizz Man Under the Tree. The Fizz Fizz. The Fizz Fizz. By Stephen Johnson. The man in the funny red hat. <laughs> he has a kind of funny hat. Was under the tree again today. I have seen him there for almost a week. Always in the same place. Except today, something was different. There is no way he could see me. But just in case, he's like, I see you. I see everyone. And he starts having this tune, just humming it. And it goes, in your closet, under your bed, beware the fizzman in your head. He waits till midnight to seek his prey. Never wait to see the fizz. You're spooky. Very spooky. So I try to go to sleep, and then now I need grandma's cookies. I need grandma's cookies. Nom, 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 nom. And then the voice gets clearer. Into a cup of sacrifice be made. The fizz man demands to be this paid. I go, no, you're not getting grandma's cookies, fizz man. You better back off, man. And then he goes, into the cup of sacrifice must be made. The fizz man demands his be paid. And you know what happens then? What happens? We eat grandma's cookies together. Because I like to share. The fizz man seems like a nice guy. He just takes mean little kids home and he takes them forever. But I'm a nice boy, so I share my 
grandma's cookies and my brownies. And then I had a little grandma cookie and then a little brownie. And Fizzman's like, hey, can I have something? No. And then he just stopped. It's weird, weird. But that's the Fizzman, the Fizzman, Fizzman, Fizzman. Not to confuse with Fizzman. Two different guys. And I think that one guy's actually Paladine. I don't know. But under the tree by Steven. Steven Johnson. And then guess what? What? We don't have one story. We got two stories. Ah, it's like a duplex. <laughs> and this story is from an 11-year-old L. They couldn't afford any vowels for the name. It's just L. And here we go. Ahem. It's a poem. I love poems. The tree. It sits upon a slope unaware. The children play in its frostbitten leaves unaware. All the cars honking. The parents fighting. The children crying. The steaks frying. Are they aware? No, they couldn't be. I don't think they'd even set eyes upon the green leaf figure dwelling in the soulless, lifeless void of loneliness. Hashtag karma. The solid brick walls surround the unhappy tree show sign of age unlike the tree. The tree pokes and prods, sticking its roots and vines to the brick's inner workings. The brick crumbles at the tree's touch like blood on the snow, like ink on paper, like death on the world, like that man. Forget this man, the tree is so beautiful, like nothing you ever seen in preschool, playground. It's pristine bark, had no unsightly cracks. The leaves shimmer through the winter, summer, and everything and anything else. Perfectly aware of the one who lurks. The cold snow winter stays white by this tree. The paper with the kids fragile. Mishaps of drawings of Vietnam or rainbow volcanoes stay untouched. The friendlies who poke and growl the tree, stay on undead. We love that tree. Do you love that tree? Don't you love the Christmas presents? I love presents. The kids leave on the tree every year. Don't you love how it makes the oldies bringing back the better days when they didn't lurk? Don't you love how it drives the parents insane? Don't you love how Billy Sam Joe, the garage company runner, burst his wig off, talking about the tree? Don't you love how the police tell kids to stay away from the tree and fear for the ones who lurk? Don't you love the youngs who switch schools because of the tree? Don't you love the snowfalls by the tree? Don't you love the flowers and bloom, the roses are your blood. By the tree? Don't you love oh, Mr. Rookie? The hangman. On the tree. L.
You and I need to go to class together. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you, Elle. Yay! The tree, the tree, the tree. I love the tree so much. And that's my spooky poem from Elle. Thank you, Elle. Thank you, Elle, for submitting that. That was a very good poem. And thank you, Stephen. Stephen Johnson. Yeah. Thank you so much for the fizz, man. A fizz fizz. Those were both very fun stories. Very fun. I love them so much. Oh, no. See what this means? Oh, I think it means we're almost out of time. Man out of time. Oh, cruel world. It's time for me to see someone under the tree. That's where I'll be. Under the tree, eating grandma's cookies, batting away at the witch. Boom, boom, boom. Like a kitty cat batting a thing of yarn. The witch doesn't have cookies. Only grandma has cookies. So I can't wait. You know what time it is? Is it time to go get cookies? Yeah, it's cookie time, mama. Such a good idea. Let's do cookies There's so much. Bye, everyone. Cookie time, cookie time, cookie, cookie, cookies. Bye, everyone, and we will see you next season with some new scary stories. Oh, spooky, spooky. Bye. Bye.